Welcome to You Must Chill, the weekly podcast on all things screen-free. My name is John Allen Turner, and that guy right there wearing the, what is that? Is that a Spartans? That's a Greater Atlanta Christian Spartans warm-up. Yeah, where you went to high school. I went to, you yeah, but we... recognize we, any of that? Uh, we, didn't, uh, we didn't have fancy warm-up mm. things like gotcha. that when I went to school. Where my wife teaches. So, uh, so where that, my kids go to school. That guy obviously is Hal Edward Runkle. Hal, how are you today? I am doing better. Better than last week. Last week, yeah. Last week I was a I little was bit, yeah, four days removed or whatever from surgery, and I was in a highly drugged state. And now, no drugs. I just got off the drugs. You just got off of. Now I'm just angry and in pain. Ooh. No, I'm doing fine. And you've I'm started well. your uh, physical therapy. Started that torturous, around. yes, but hey, just gave him rank and serial number and <laughs> didn't give up my positions. But it was close. I okay. was tempted to give it all up. There you go. Okay, it so was, uh, uh, rather torturous. Uh, and the and the recovery process, like last week, you showed me a picture of the the incision and all that yeah, kind of stuff. Is, yeah. it, is the swelling is continuing to go nah, down? Yes, yeah. yeah. The swelling now. It's what's weird is the knee is all still swollen. Okay, right. the knee itself yeah. is swollen. It was a major surgery. Yeah, of yeah, course. Major I mean, surgery. invasive surgery. Yes, and but the thigh muscle uh, is completely um, disappearing. Oh, dear. Yes. So, I don't know what the word is. What's the word? Atrophy? Yes, there we go. Yeah. It's atrophy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so all the physical therapy is designed to get me to fire the quad muscle oh, cause, on yeah, top of your you leg. You don't want it to just uh, de- completely but deteriorate. It doesn't want to fire. Your quad yeah does not want and so to, i'm looking at uh, like flex it yeah, or it whatever yeah it doesn't so you have to concentrate and that's the hardest part it's really concentrate on firing that muscle it's kind of like you know uh, if you put on a desk and you put down your third i mean your middle finger yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. put down your middle finger not your oh third. yeah, yeah, yeah okay. your middle finger. now, right, and now try, try to, to try lift to your ring finger, finger? Yeah. and you can't do it you're no. looking at it your brain is saying do it do it and it won't do it it won't go right well that's kind of but i can i'm Getting better at it, okay. but I mean, it's you look at the two legs compared to each other, and it's shriveled up. It's, is one... it's amazing. It's only been eleven days. And well, or, get used uh, to it. That's what you're going to look like when you're a grandpa. Thank you very much. Right. That, so you got that, that coming for you. That's fantastic. <laughs> that's awesome. Are you uh, are you done with your Christmas shopping? I, dude, I've been in a drug induced state. <laughs> so you may be done, days. and you don't know it. I do not know. <laughs> I don't. Usually I... You no know what? I think I do remember making a spreadsheet. Usually I make a spreadsheet that my wife and I pass back and forth right. between each other or whatever. And who's, who's getting what, what and what the budget and... is for this person and that person. But we are traveling to uh, Texas for the right. holidays yeah. this year, which means everything's bought online. Oh, and and, and shipped, shipped there. Yes. That's very wise. And then we will ship it back now um, in one big box. So so that leads me to one of the things I wanted to talk about today. Mm. Uh, did you see the thing on 60 Minutes last week with uh, Jeff Bezos, the the uh, guy who yeah, runs Amazon.com? Yeah, the uh, drone delivery guy. He's got yes. drones yes. that are going to deliver Yeah, by, by 20... 20- 15, he says. Yeah, he says, says, like, you'll place the order, and like half an hour later... 30 minutes later, you've got a book. This drone will come out of the sky. And he says, I can't think of a good reason why this wouldn't work. It's fascinating. How many reasons can you think of why that wouldn't work? Okay, well, let's just say, (laughs) one, it's going to run into an electrical wire at some point. Uh, yeah, and or a goose, like yeah. a flock of geese, yes. or, you know, or it, a, an airplane. It's going, that would be a problem. Yeah, it's going to run into something stationary that's high in the ground, which I, I mean, I think it runs into an electrical wire, or a, a tree, a wire, or, a or a something. Or a, yeah, right, something. it's going to run into something. Or it's going to run into something that's not stationary. True. Like a, a bird. Like or, a bird, or a, God forbid, a plane, yeah, or something. something like that. It's going yeah. to hit something. 
I'm also that's one thing that I can think is wrong. I'm with this. thinking how many times I see like the UPS or the FedEx truck in my neighborhood, and he stops at you know half of the houses in my neighborhood. Yeah. Now, if all of those were individual, they're going to run dro- into each other. If, now. They're like fifty drones yes. hovering over my neighborhood. Exactly. It's it would be like locusts coming over the horizon. No, who the have, drones are coming. Who have your credit card information yeah. and your address? My address. I mean, it really facial is, recognition. It really and, is the whole Terminator it, Two it is, Skynet right? thing <laughs> just happening right before our eyes. And does Jeff Bezos not? think of that oh of course he doesn't he uh, thinks of it yes but he's thinking about what's he's thinking very very tunnel vision what's my business my business is delivering products in an easier more convenient faster way than ever before any product anywhere so it doesn't matter what the implications of this might be if we can do it we should do it I don't know if that's, but I, mean, I, I don't want to give yes. him. Like, but I, yeah. he just, uh, narrow, him I mean, bi- we're, we're all very, very narrowly minded on our world and what we want to do. It's, it's just like you know, um, this this budget thing is is actually going to get passed. We're going right, to have right, a budget right. for the first time first in time years. In, yeah. You know, we're going to have a budget the way back in yes. nine something. Yeah. We're going to have a budget, and. Uh, and it's not for sure how good this is for later generations, but it is good. For folks like me, who so much of my income <laughs> is based on the army. Yeah, exactly. You know? And so yes. I'm thinking, okay, the army's not going to get as big a cuts as they had, so that's all I care about. So, like, for you, yeah. and, and for, for the Screen Free Institute, yeah. you know, a lot of our work comes from military contracts. Yes. And so when the government shut down a few months back... We were kind of... Uh, we just... Sat around. Yeah, I know. We were looking at each other saying... What are we going to do? We created this podcast, I think. Because... There it is. <laughs> Ta-da! And now all you are suffering that's because right. of yeah, the yeah, shutdown. Because of the shutdown. One more reason. One of the lingering impacts yes. of this. So uh, so we, we just literally were at their mercy waiting right. for them because we couldn't do anything until they went back to work. And so it leaves me torn. Like, I'm sure Bezos is torn because sure. you have larger implications that you want to be concerned about, but you also have smaller impl- implications that are... Important to you. Right. It's, it's like when you're thinking about a special situation with your kids at school, and you want, well, this is a special, unique situation. He Because you know, it's my kid. Because it's my kid. That's what makes it special exactly. and unique, because exactly. it's my kid. You know, and if it, it were your kid, uh, you know, that... Right. Yeah. But my kid is the exception that proves the rule. It's just a bias that we all <laughs> share. But here's my biggest concern with the drone thing, is it's one more... Huge technological investment that is testimony to how much we worship immediacy. Yeah, we can't wait two like, days. I'm, I get I'm an two Amazon day- Prime. Me too. Guy, I get free right? two day shipping. Free two day shipping. I can't wait two days. I have I to have it in, in half an 30 hour. Thirty minutes, it's like, like Domino's, right? right. <laughs> like the pizza yes. delivery. If it's not here in a half an hour, I expect it free. Yes. And when you're talking about food for your belly, I get it. Well, kind of. But imagine how odd it is that we live in a time and place where we can essentially pick up the phone and say, I'm hungry. Give me food. And the person on the other side will say, we'll be right there. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And this is... But here's what's interesting. Are you wanting to, are you going to deliver books that way because your whole thing, their whole thing has been moving in the direction of ebooks which are instantaneously delivered. But people, there's a pushback still, now. Man, people want print books. Well, I know? want to hold yeah, so the book is, in my hands. Is that what they're because they can't deliver very big packages. You're not getting your refrigerator in 30 minutes, <laughs> you know, that you buy on Amazon, right? It's this yeah. little tiny drone okay, thing. Yeah. <laughs> 
And what will that do to shipping costs? Because those drones, oh, they that's ain't cheap. not cheap, right? So the drones that aren't ain't cheap. cheap. And if you like, uh, uh, it used to be they would give you discount for bulk. Sure. Like if you buy more sure, stuff, sure, sure. then then we'll give you but the discount. But now you it's can't gonna be do the bulk. opposite, yeah. right? Because if you if you buy one fewer book, then we can fit it all onto one drone. Interesting. Rather but if you buy one more book, then we have to send drones. two drones out to your house. Interesting. And I promise they will not annihilate. You. So are they going they to won't sh- shoot laser beams? Yeah. So will there be multiple drones delivering one package? Kind of like the, the, the <laughs> what am I thinking? A, a Disney, drone? a Disney, yeah, a Disney <laughs> thing where there's three birds carrying one piece of linen in Snow White or, or whatever, right? So the Cinderella, you're right? yeah, the yeah, three yeah, birds yeah. are carrying the carrying dress, the, one thing the, the, and... the patterns or whatever of material. So that's what it's going to be: three drones carrying this big TV. Well, is it an across... African swallow or yeah. is it a European swallow? <laughs> Which yeah. one goes faster? <laughs> right. So uh, it's but just you're right. I think this th- there is this uh, cult of immediacy. Yeah, it's one of the seven deadly sins we of the have 21st to century. have it right now. And it's one more step of ushering us into the age of Wally. Oh, the, we've the talked about that before. animated thing. Yes, yeah, where Wally. all the human beings who can't live on Earth anymore because they've trashed it are in this spaceship, and they're all in a reclining position <laughs> with just computer pads in, in front, front of, of them, and they pop buttons on the pad, and stuff is instantaneously delivered to them. But they can't walk anymore because they've lost all bone density because they're in this <laughs> reclining position, and so that's it's one more step towards that end. Well, but see, think about how much more convenient that would be for you mm. because then you wouldn't have to spend any time firing that quad muscle. You could just that's let it right. Atrophy. So just let it. Who cares? Atrophy. Just let it Absolutely. go, man. I've got a button that I can press and deliver the Amazon thing right to me. Amazon will bring that's me right. my thing, and I don't have to go play basketball. I can play the video game instead. And see, wouldn't that be a much better experience? Because you're not winded, you're not well, tired, you're not yeah. sore. Or the go. next day, you yeah. can, and even if you were, you could just pop a pill, right, to just send that away, that mm. negative, ucky feeling away. You're describing idyllic paradise, isn't it? Though, mm-hmm. like, isn't that like, this kind of where we've been warned that we're heading? But the weird thing is, <clears throat> I'm trying to remember who who talks about this. It may be Leonard Sweet who talks about kind of the double ring effect that we were afraid. The video games and the virtual reality and all of that kind of stuff would make us less active. Mm-hmm. But what we've seen is, on the one hand, it does. But when we are active, we're active in far more extreme ways. Oh, sure, yeah. We can't just. It's not about about a five k. It's about a no, five. Yeah. it's a mutter k. We, yeah, yeah we've got to run mutter, through right. live electrical wires, yes, and exactly. we've got to do a triathlon. We've got to, right. you know, do these. Uh, ridiculous things. We've got to jump off of a mountain right. with a parachute strapped to our backs. Right. When we do stuff, it's not enough to just go, hey, let's take a walk around the neighborhood. Let's take a walk around the nation. Yes. You know, we're going to walk for five years yeah, yes. in a row. And, you know, so uh, let's there is not this... just hit a ball around in the park. Let's play softball, even if it means tearing your ACL. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, who like, did that? Oh, that would be you. That would That's be right. me. Yeah. Now, was it a church softball league? No. Okay. It was a competitive softball league. Hey, some of those church leagues. Oh, uh, they are vicious. They can be pretty bad. Vicious. I, I was on the I was on the team with some guys from a church. I mean, I was. I think I've told you this. I was the oldest guy on the team. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, these guys were all in their late twenties. Which you, you know, know what? Some had played college baseball and whatever. What are you doing playing softball? Yeah. Come on, yeah, you're in your late twenties. You yeah. should still be playing still, baseball. Still, yeah, but they were playing softball, right? But hey, you know, I was still absolutely holding my own, okay. and batting well, and still it happened. Still the 
Worst thing that could happen. Did heard happen. the pop? Did you hear it? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, there's oh. an article right now on ACL tears. Oh, how oh. how they're so prominent in sports now, and they, it's amazing. They happen in women eight times more prevalently than they. They do. just don't complain mm-hmm. about it because they're like, well, it's not as bad as childbirth. And we, <laughs> here's what's true. <laughs> One thing they did say is it happens eight more times to women than it eight does times to men. More. Eight times more to, than it does to men. But uh, women do recovery faster. Why is that? They work at it harder. Uh-huh. Yeah. All the trainers are saying, oh, yeah, women. Women out, work out, harder. Outpace men. Recovery. Yeah. Really? Right. Because wow. the men, I mean, the temptation is always there to milk it, man. Is that, you think that's it? Uh, it's part of it. I think that's probably part of it. And probably another part of it is, you know, as one who saw his dreams, his aspirations, the athletic aspirations yes. kind of evaporate. You do have this kind of, well, you know, I'm never going to play right. Major League Baseball. So I don't know eh. if I'm going to work that hard yeah. at coming yeah. back from this. Sure. Well, you know, what's it going to get me? Sure. Maybe. I guess probably part of it. I don't know. There could be a lot of things we could speculate. All right. Women so, are just tougher. <clears throat> so uh, this idea that uh, one day we're all going to be living in spaceships in recliners and we will have no bone density whatsoever right. and and we'll have giant thumbs that can bend yes. 360 degrees. Absolutely. Right, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, th- th- there, there are several people who have suggested uh, the human race is kind of evolving towards whatever its next big thing is. Um. What role does this this new word that's kind of crept up in consciousness recently, affluenza, mm. what role does that play in this whole evolutionary process where we're going now? Well, it's been an interesting you know, thrust back into the spotlight. There was a great book called yeah. Affluenza written... Maybe a decade ago, no, 15 more than years? That. Yeah, yeah, 15 years ago. That, that yeah. was fantastic, and it's a you know, clever use of oh, a term, yeah. right? But influenza, it's just, affluenza, affluenza. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's a better book on the subject... Um, uh, called the price of privilege. The price of privilege. You remember the author's uh, name? No. Madeline Levine. Okay, I think is her name. Okay, uh, it is a fantastic book. But it is about you know, the American dream leads families to seek after an upper middle class to upper class life. Right. Right. And so and we're uh, given the idea that it's possible. It's within yes. your reach. And for so many folks, it does happen. Now it's I've you know debatable if it's happening less and less for people, but it is still the ideal that we long for. And in what comes with it is the work that it takes to cross over several class levels to get to that mm-hmm. is so exhausting that so often what happens is you then create a life so comfortable for yourself that you have earned. Well, to some but extent, you, have, have you and I lived that dream over the, you know, like the last so. couple of generations? No, I, and I was, about... we were born into middle class, yeah. thankfully. You know, I, I'm very, very thankful for that. Um, but uh, you know what? To be honest, mm-hmm. um, we ascended, you know, somewhat. Sure. We, I've ascended not, from my parents. I wasn't yes. raised in poverty, okay? No. But um, my mother made our clothes, hmm. you know, and uh, and there were times, in looking back, I see the patterns. In yeah. the moment, I didn't realize, oh, you know what? We have breakfast for dinner towards the end of every month. Right. I just thought it was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is what night. they do oh, in France. If you, you compared know, and, the amount of out going out to eat. Yeah. Versus oh, yeah, what yeah, I did yeah. growing up. It's insane. But also, yeah. like, yeah, I'm sending my kids to a private school. My, exactly. my, my yeah. parents could have never afforded that. No, and, we couldn't have right. been. And so, yes, we've ascended. Uh, but what has, but we have not ascended into, and we haven't ascended so meteorically where 
all we can think about is, I want to create such a comfortable life that my kids don't have to struggle like I did. So you don't want to win the lottery? Absolutely not. Do you, do you hear what the lottery is up to right now? Oh, it's a 596. Yeah, 586. You know, yeah. And it could get saying, as high as a billion yeah. because the odds have just gone up so much. Oh, my goodness. No, that is a curse. Yeah, that's the, the lottery is a societal evil that oh, we perpetuate. I fully, fully agree. It, it, it doesn't only prey on the poverty, on, on the poor. That's, that's long yeah. been disappointed. And, and there are some states that are trying to do good with it, like Georgia with the yeah, with education and, and all that kind of right. stuff. But it still perpetuates this idea mm-hmm. that what you need most is tons and tons of money. Just a sudden infusion of cash. Right. And I, I think we've talked about this before, you and I have, but uh, you know, my, my illustration for that is... Well, let's pretend tomorrow morning, instead of waking up with a billion dollars, you woke up with the body of a muscle and fitness body, uh, bodybuilder. You're right. So if I wake up with... And I'm you are who, 250 pounds of just, of, with 4% yeah. body fat, Well, right? I mean, that's what I am. Uh-huh. And <laughs> they're listening. Yeah. They can't hear. They can't, oh, they, uh, can't they can't see you? They can only hear. Yes. So they, they think that you that's want, what I am. Uh-huh. And so you're glistening, <laughs> and you didn't build it, you just... Got it. Yeah, you just somehow or other you woke up. Yes, in with shape. that body. Now, how long before the body that you woke up with is, looks like looks the body, like that the I body have right you now? have? Yes. Yeah. It's not going to take long because nope. you're not used to eating protein shakes every three hours, even in the middle of the night. And that's and we talked about you this know? a couple of weeks ago that you know, like I when I pastored that church in Texas, yeah. I did the series, uh, the sermon series called "Being Rich," mm-hmm. because we think. The hard part is, is getting, rich. getting there. Right. And same thing with shape, being in shape. Yes. We think getting in shape is the hardest part. Yeah. But really, staying in shape yeah. and is learning, every bit as hard. Learning to manage money that you didn't earn. Mm. But that's what we're asking of our, our kids, kids. When we leave them in this uh, abundance. So, of, so and I, I used to do a lot of consulting with family-owned businesses that really, really struggle with this, where it was built up. The first generation built this sure, em- yeah, empire. Yeah. So whatever. They, they put 80 hours a week and into it and had all this so sweat equity. they're so frustrated that their kids seemingly woke up on second base thinking they're the ones that hit a double. Right. But they didn't. They're a pinch runner. They were put on that thing by their parents, mm-hmm. but their parents think they should appreciate it as mm-hmm. much. I gave it to you as a gift, but you know what? I never, ever will appreciate a gift, right? I have it. to have some yes, personal some investment stake in this. in it. Right. Yeah. A, a gift is never going to... Over something I've worked for, right? And so it's just... Now there's a place, and and especially this time of year, there's a, there's a place and a, a time and a place for extravagant gifts. Absolutely, giving. but it can't be the norm, right? That's that's the that's really our problem. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why so many people experience so much malaise this time of year, and, yes. and Thanksgiving the same thing. You know, right. Thanksgiving is some of the shine has worn off because we eat like that all the time, right? It's it's like not when that was special. a once a year kind of a thing, but yeah. now we just eat it's, so much all it, the time. And Christmas is the same kind of thing. Yeah, we're giving gifts. We're all and, and, the stuff, time. You know, and yeah, so much yeah. so that you know what? Um, my son's not listening to this, obviously. <laughs> so I'll tell you that you know I bought him for his baseball season a very expensive new bat. I that, remember, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah you very can, yeah. expensive new bat. Bats are ridiculous expensive. They are right, and it was. A, and this is this brand new. But this one will last. Ratio is yes, right in yeah, the handle because he has to have a bigger yeah. bat for high school ball, whatever, and he can use it for a couple of years. Well, well, one of his that we said at the time, this is part of your Christmas. That's right, right. Yeah. Now that's always difficult to do, uh-huh. but. 
So one of the things I bought for him for Christmas this year is a $15, it's called a tough sleeve, and it's a sleeve you put on it to use during batting practice okay. that saves the bat. Keeps it from being from scuffed cracking. up and all that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I am shipping his bat to Houston where we're going. Okay. Because on Christmas morning... You want him to have the... The tough sleeve yeah. is going to be on the bat as a reminder, you already got the bat. Right. You know? Because yeah. I want him to connect Oh, it. yeah, that's yes. right. Yes. I did get a bat Because he's earlier, not getting you know, as much sure. for this Christmas yeah. as he got last year because this bat was part of it. And it's a risky thing to, to try. I wouldn't try it with younger kids because their memory's not as good. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it, you're exactly right, is we're giving them extravagant gifts like a phone, right? Yeah. You know, unfortunately, the upgrades are not timed with, with Christmas. holidays. Yeah. Yes. It, it, well, you you know? think they don't do that on purpose? Exactly. Of course they, they do. They want that you on to purpose. buy the phone yeah. in August. Yeah. Right? So that by December, you'll you've have forgotten. To, and, you buy, and a new phone will come out by then, uh-huh. and you'll shell, even though you'll have to sign up for the new two year chain and yep. all that stuff. It's, it's funny. But affluenza, the, the reason why it's all in the news now is because it was just used as a legal defense. defense. Oh my God! And it, say it was isn't not so. laughed out of the court. It's now there are some nuances that yes, I want to bring up. Yes, yes, there I, are some nuances. Yeah. Okay, so but, just for those people who have not been okay, paying a that sixteen-year-old who is the second generation of a family-owned business in Texas, and big, big business, right? Sixteen-year-old has had life handed to him, and by the testimony of his parents, has never experienced any negative consequences, including previous arrests mm-hmm. for possession of alcohol. So the other day, he and some of his buddies go and steal a bunch of beer. Yes. Get wasted. He gets in a car. He gets in a pickup. Yeah. With seven people in the pickup, including four people in the back. Seven people. So, so three, three in the front, in the, in front, the cab, four, four in the back. Then he is so drunk that he runs into a group of, by, a group of pedestrians, mm. killing four of them. Four of them. His friend, they're all thrown from the truck. One of his friends is paralyzed from the neck down. So he's killed four, four pedestrians. He's paralyzed one. And he's and, paralyzed one of his And friends. another one is severely injured. Yeah. Uh, so needless to say, he gets arrested. Yes. And he is put on trial for vehicular... Homicide, yes. Homicide. And his lawyer brilliantly argues, my client is a victim of affluenza. Who he has never tasted... The consequences, consequences of his actions. How would he be expected to have learned, to have reasoned all of this through? And the judge says, okay, he's never... Now, in the judge's defense, yes. if, you, if you legitimately have never experienced any consequences, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, the weight of the world comes down on top of you. Yes. Prison for life. Right. Then... You will never learn. You will. It, it, it will have the uh, the opposite effect. He'll Here's, just shut down altogether. True. Here's my problem with it: is there is no way for anyone to have never experienced consequences. I eat and I'm full. Right. I don't eat and I'm not full. I, I eat, eat too bad much food and I get sick. Yes, I already. I, I drink. I get drunk. I say something rude to the girl. She doesn't come back. I get right? drunk. I get hungover. Yes. All of the, he has experienced some consequences. Of those consequences. Now, have his parents failed in their yes. responsibilities to him 
Yes. And that's a big, big thing. And we talk about it a lot around here. We will never stop talking about it. That we are, as parents, we're not responsible for our kids. No matter what Those we've done Those parents are not responsible for the decisions that, that kid made. He made because they didn't make the decision. Right. They wouldn't no. have made the decision. No. Right? He made the decision because he's a free-thinking mind of his own independent human being. However... Those parents have a responsibility to that young man, absolutely, to teach him the con- that our actions have consequences. Absolutely, it's the main gift we give to our kids is introducing them to the way the world works, the law, or at of least. And, and this reaping. is the real problem, and this is why I got apoplectic yes. over this whole thing. We say this is the way the world works, except except for this time right. with that judge and that judicial system, except. He's experiencing some pretty severe consequences now. So he will spend one year in, in a rehab, rehab facility, facility, and then he will spend 10 years on probation. And what has been pointed out, and rightly so, I believe, mm-hmm. one tiny infraction. And he goes and He goes to away. prison for like 30 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deservedly so. So that's if he has a drink of alcohol ever. Really? Yeah. I didn't hear that part. Yeah. Okay, so no yeah. more alcohol uh, Yeah, at you all. can't drink yeah, on probation. lost it. Didn't know that. Yeah, you can't go out of state when you're probation. I mean, well, he is in Texas, so that's yeah, it's big enough. Yeah, it's, it's a, a big country state. of its own, right? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> the independent Republic of Texas. Hey, I am a is, son. Right? Of Are the you a son of the Republic? Absolutely. Uh, yes. Yeah. So William B. Travis, relative of mine, died in the heroically in wow. the Alamo. Of one, course, one of the leaders of the Alamo. So he is, I believe, going to experience consequences. I Hopefully, he's going to learn in rehab. And also, I believe there is power in having to deal with the incredible social pressure, as right. well as the cosmic pressure of having killed people. Yeah, I think yeah, your own psyche has to... You, you have to live with that for the rest of your life. He is going to need some serious therapy uh, in order yeah. to be a relatively functioning human being, okay? The parents now, the... Com- or, you know. I loved how some people have been just as apoplectic about this. Right. Dr. Drew went oh, yeah. off. <laughs> and I oh, it was glorious to see. Went off on him. And uh, Anderson Cooper had the attorney, no, had the psychiatrist oh, who used okay. the effluence yeah. on yeah. and went off on him, which is which is but great. You know what? I mean, that psychiatrist just did his job. Hmm. That defense attorney did his job. Defense attorney did his job. I'm a mental health professional. That psychiatrist did not do his job. Okay. And it, unless right. he said, my job is to service my client, but no, your job is never to serve your client. What, what is your job? As a mental health professional, your job is to... Help bring out the best optimal outcome right. for all involved. And uh, let me also say this. As a father... Mm-hmm. Of three little kids, who I hope and pray never make foolish decisions at that level. God willing, yes. Right? Should one of them find themselves in a situation like that? And this is really where the rubber meets the road. Would would, I be willing to completely throw myself under the bus and allow the entire world to think I'm the worst father on the planet to keep my kid out of the system? Here's the problem with that. This kid has the red A on him. Yeah. Yeah. He's got the scarlet letter on him the second he walks out of rehab. You did not protect your kid. That's the thing. We You can't. This, these parents 
And again, I don't know them. They they may be good, right? Kind hearted, well intentioned folks who again were trying to, yeah. you know, I I had a life of struggle so that my kids don't have to. People say that all to me all the time. It is an inane, ridiculous thing to do. And we've used this metaphor on here before, yes. but it is like a butterfly who comes back and yes. pecks the cocoon open so that for they don't its have to struggle, not realizing that the struggle is what turns you into a butterfly. Right. right. I've just crippled you yeah. by my efforts to help you. And that is, like, that's the the negative side of affluenza. Yeah. Right. Affluenza is not a positive term. No, no. It's, I mean, it's because that's the whole it's, point. it's it, 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 that's and I like the term again. I do too. I, affluence we like, influenza we don't like. No. So it's trying so to say, hey, the two, right? you know, and this idea this that you of... believe money can shield you from the world, but the reality is it can't. Even if you don't like the fact, like we've already mentioned this, but if you don't like the fact that he's not going to jail for thirty years, he is going to a type of prison. Yeah. Right. Well, it's a the, social and... prison. Now you can say, well, that's fine. Eh, it's tough. Yes. It's tough. You know, and so I think, again, in his parents' effort to shield him from this, I think they may be dealing him just as bad a fate. Yeah. Maybe worse. Maybe worse if he has because one it, yeah. screw up, he really goes away. It would have been 10 years in prison. Well, and think, now, you know, he, if he screws up, I think it's 30. We talk about this, that, you know, consequences at an early age yeah. are supposed to inoculate you. Right. From irresponsibility, I get a full-blown li- case of irresponsibility. I later. take a little bit of polio, and it saves me from major from polio. full-on polio, right. right? I experience the loss of dinner, yeah, right? And and I learn not to throw food anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? My, one of my daughters uh, has been struggling with time management and homework, mm-hmm. okay? And this has been one of the difficult things is yes. you want to hover, Right, absolutely. Because you notice Uh, them not doing what you believe they should be doing. And I remember last week you told me that project was going to be due on Tuesday or Thursday or whatever. And she's thinking, I don't remember asking you to be my accountability partner on this. Hey, how's that project? How's it coming? How's it coming? Where you? I don't remember hiring you you for that job. You need to print something. You got to, you know. So trying to restrict myself from that, trying to keep myself from doing that, and and saying, I actually said this out loud last night. I would rather she fail now. Yes. Then be that person who at 25, 26 keeps getting fired from yep. jobs and can't figure out yeah, why. Exactly. You know that person, Absolutely, right? Absolutely, man. I mean, we everybody knows there's one person who you know, every every 6 months seems like yep. they're getting fired and yep. they they never saw it coming. It's it's always the other person. It is a person. constant surprise or to them. Or they're getting dumped or broken up with yep. or whatever, exactly. right? And it's I always thought things other, were going sure, great and sure. then sure enough, you know, and it's always the other person's fault and then they find somebody else and this one is so much better. Those yeah. last ones, they don't know, yeah. you know, and you just know they're just in the cycle. Yeah. I would rather she fail now at 7th grade. Of course. You know, 7th grade Spanish or whatever it is. I'd rather she suffer a consequence for this now. Then down the line, because the consequences are only going to get worse. Absolutely, like that's what Garrison Keillor in uh, in a, a graduation address not too long ago uh, stood and told this you know room full of eighteen year olds, go out and make mistakes now, do it this summer, right? Because later. Mm-hmm. The consequences just get much worse. Absolutely, and one of my favorite quotes, and I mentioned this in the parenting book, 
uh, is from a, a actress in the twenties, and she's at her deathbed said, uh, "If I had my whole life to live over again, I'd make all the same mistakes just a whole lot sooner." Yeah, yeah, love that. So now here we are towards the end of the year, and uh, it's the most most what. Wonderful. <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know which adjective you were going to use well, there. Well, okay? I, I was. I, I, I started to sing it, and then my voice kind of went away because I had to burp. Oh. <laughs> I didn't want to burp right into that. So it's the most one. Oh, on good. behalf of those, especially those who are listening with headphones. Yes, I thank you. Yes. Um. So for some people, maybe all their Christmas shopping is already done. Mm. Okay, but there are some people who are still kind of running around frantic. And did we get the kids enough? Yeah, man. Right. Well, we were having that, that conversation stuff. last night. And, uh, it, you know, all you got, your son was asleep. That's for not his all bat, I got. You him, know, but yes. so uh, uh, did we get him enough? Did we, and you're worrying and you're maybe checking in with some of their friends' parents. Yep. And what did you get the yep. thing? You know, we, I got that call for, you know, the new iPhone 5S. Do your kids have one of those yet? Right. You know, all of that kind of stuff. This whole affluenza thing, one of the m- worst aspects of it is how contagious it is. Absolutely. It's and the Joneses thing, but now the Joneses thing is exponentially yes. more powerful because it's not just your neighbor when you drive up in the driveway and you see his car. It's everybody you see on Facebook. And all Instagram, right in a row. Yeah, immediately. It's, it is just put out there right now. I just now. have to tell you, and there's now research stating it. I am on Facebook. We and use it, it for yeah, our marketing. I agree. I, I'm on it. I always feel worse. <laughs> always. I feel worse Excessive after I've been Facebook on it. Facebook usage promotes anxiety. It promotes depression. Unfolds, anxiety yeah. and depression. It's, it's, and there's several research studies that say because all you are doing you're is constantly at, comparing yourself. And, and just know this. You're looking at their, their highlight best. reel. Exactly. This is their greatest hits. Exactly. This is not... Nine to five. This is not their daily grind. And nobody if, posts that. And if well, if they do post well, it, yeah, they post the it or the they people. yeah, there's Eeyore people, right? Uh, and then you feel like this weird kind of uh, yeah. I should pity him, I'm guilty, or whatever. And that doesn't make you feel better either. Oh my goodness, right? Gracious. Or I, there's yeah, there's somebody on Facebook that is in my feed. I just hid this person from oh, my feed really? because, because it is nonstop. Debbie Downer. Oh yes. This One year more day. None of my kids came home. Oh, so gosh. I'm just going to heat up some leftovers oh, and geez. watch the football game by myself. Oh, my God. Oh, my word. Mm. Now, I, you know, is, on one hand, I feel compassion for that person. You know, and now every year, Thanksgiving time rolls around, and I just put it out on Facebook. Anybody who doesn't have anywhere to go, mm-hmm. come on over. We'll have more than enough food. You, you, put, know? It, you put it to that person. <laughs> I, it want, was out there on Facebook. You want Debbie Downer to come on over? I, I don't. Okay. But yeah. I, I'm willing to. Okay. Because I, uh, God has been good to me, sure. you know, and, uh, and that's I have fantastic. more than enough and all this kind of stuff. Fantastic. So I want to be open to that kind of stuff. There's stuff you could do. There, like there's, And there's always somebody who's got it worse than you. I know your kid's didn't come and that's sad mm. and all that kind of stuff. Go work in a homeless shelter. Sure. Oh, I mean, serving. Yeah. That's what, I, that's what we're doing on Christmas Eve this year. Oh, very cool. We are, uh, I, I'm speaking down in a homeless shelter uh, called Peachtree and Pine, downtown very, Atlanta. Uh, very cool. And uh, and so I'm taking the girls with me, and we're going to, that's what we're doing for Christmas Fantastic, Eve. fantastic. We did the Toys for Tots thing like a couple of days before yep. Christmas last year, and 
loved it. And we're, we're sad that we're not able to do it this year because we're going to be gone. But we're supposed to do something in Houston as well, serving. And, but also, you know, I, I always encounter folks that, uh, do you have credit card debt? Yeah. Um, could you have used that on a therapist? <laughs> sure. Because yeah. it, it would have been a lot more productive. Yeah. I, I mean, I used to work for an agency and they didn't, we didn't want to take credit cards. That's how I first built my practice. Right, right, right. Because, because so many we of didn't the wanna, problems are financial yes, problems right, and all that kind right. of stuff. And yeah. I was like, guys, come on. We'd rather them max out their credit cards on therapy. Do we believe, do you absolutely believe that spending money on you will improve their financial situation? Over time. Yes. Absolutely. And Otherwise, I can document why are you it. in this business? I can document yeah, it with my clients. Business. Absolutely. Um, I, had, I had some clients one time, uh, because I'm not cheap, I'm you know established therapist, blah, 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 an author, right? I, but inexpensive. I some... Let's use the word inexpensive, because right. you're kind of cheap. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, look at the way I'm dressed, right? And, uh, but what they did was they uh, took a big portion of their giving... And they devoted it to this because they're saying, look, we're investing in ourselves so that we can give more. And they just told me later how much they have, and it's fantastic. And that's a great way of thinking about it. Yeah. Is it really is an investment. And that's and actually we did a biblical thing going back because the the Hebrews part of their giving was saving up for the pilgrim uh, uh, th- triannual pilgrimage right right to, to the go, Jerusalem the go to the holy and so that, that was yeah. part of your giving yeah right? was for yourself and the betterment of yourself right and so you know take take do something to invest in yourself but the world is so much louder than the truth. That's and and some of the smartest people who have ever lived get paid some of the highest salaries who have ever lived yes. to convince you that yeah. you can't live if you don't get if you don't lease a new Lexus if you don't have your book delivered in thirty minutes <laughs> or less. How will you survive if everybody else on your street has a boat and you don't? Yeah, their whole. Or if your kids don't have a. I mean, what's Steve, come out Steve this year? Jobs is it, is... It's not the PS. What's the new one that just came Xbox out? One yeah, Xbox One and the yeah, PS4. Yeah. That's it. Right. It's it's Steve Jobs. You know, he was absolutely brilliant at playing yeah. this game, but he was saying you need to. Tell them what they want before they know they want it. They don't know what they want until I tell them what they want. Who would have thought that here's what you need? You need a device roughly the size of a deck of cards that holds all of your music. Yes. And can take pictures and you can use as a phone. Right. I never thought of that. Right. Until he showed it to me and now I have to have one. Well, now, and then the beauty of it, he's not telling you what you want. No. He's convincing you that what you want is actually what you need. Yes. That's their job. And convince you that is, you need it. This is all part of this contagious disease yes. known as affluenza. And what what's so difficult about it is we are a consumer-based economy. Yes. It's it being is a good citizen. What drives our Every economy. few years when the economy kind of gets sluggish, the president and the government decide let's send every household in America $400. And what do we want them to do with that? Sure. Pay down their credit card debt. Sure. No. No, we don't want we that. Want we want them, them to spend to it. go buy electronics. Because that's the go society buy, that's that we right. have created. And it's fascinating because we're all benefic- beneficiaries of it. Yeah. It has, and sure. it has risen more people out of poverty than any other system in history. You write books? Yes. I write books. We want to sell those we books. We want people to buy our Absolutely. books. Absolutely. 
That's what we want. Sure. Because I got kids to feed. I want. I got kids who need a new iPod or new a new iPhone or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I got I got stuff that I want to do too, and I need people to buy my stuff in order to propel me. And forward. one of the great ironies of this time of year is. In so many ways, it is meant to celebrate the truest message ever, mm-hmm. that we need help. <laughs> yes. That's what the so Advent season is. We do, cannot we do it fix this on, on our own. own. We need help right. from without, right? Yes, so for some, from some source out there coming has to, come to us. In it here. is the Advent yeah. to right. us, right? That's what this season, whether or not you believe it religiously, that's what Just created about the message this yeah. season. This impulse in humans... Yes. That says, we recognize we can't fix the mess we're in. And so what we need is something that speaks louder than the world. We need a truth that speaks louder than the world. And we need, um, one, of the, one of the characteristics of that truth is it is a giving. Truth. Yes, yes. It is, it is a truth that speaks to us that it truly is more blessed to give than it is to receive. Yes. And then it asks us to follow suit. And yet, the message that we tell our kids is the exact opposite. <laughs> yep. This is the time of receiving. Yes. Right? Now, it's ironic, it's weird, it's paradoxical, because in some ways, I can see that. It's the time of receiving the Savior. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I sure. put myself in a receptive posture right. so that someone from out there can come in here but the paradox of the best way for me to receive the savior is to serve others mm-hmm. and so we're fighting this incredible battle back and forth uh-oh it's the war on christmas is yes. that where you're going with um this? no no that's not what i was talking oh, about see yeah, i, I thought always, we were gonna go i always thought that was the stupidest thing in the world because if you're saying happy holidays you're saying happy holy days well beyond that if you it's, can't get if you can't see past the words that the person no, is saying just, to the impulse behind the words then you're the one with the problem you're an not idiot the, yeah exactly are. right but anyways but we digress. That's yes. our little curmudgeonly moment. We always yeah. have to have a few of yeah, those. Yeah, that's for you, Sarah Palin. But <laughs> <laughs> with your white Santa and Jesus. No, she wasn't the one saying No, that was Megyn Kelly. Totally, I bet she would totally thing, agree. But, no, it's the same we, thing. We can talk about that later. It's the same thing. It's uh, The battle is this whole thing between giving and receiving. Yes. Because and we're making out our lists of what, what people want. Uh, what we want, because we got to tell people what we want, because they want to sure. give. Yeah. Right? But the more we get... The more we want. And the less we get. It's it's a continual paradox. So, let's just own it. You know, odds are, most of the people who are listening to this, because they have access to a computer and the internet and some sort of device from which to hear our voices. Right. Most of us have some level of this affluenza. Yeah, if they're listening to this, yeah. Exactly. Right. That's the people who listen to us tend to be people who are in that situation. So, we all have this and we're all many of us recognize how dangerous it is for our kids to perpetuate this. Right. The only way to fix it is to stop some of the things we're doing. Yeah. And that's dangerous. So again, dangerous to our way of doing, oh, well, dangerous of to our traditions. So you're going to give kids less than they did this year, but <laughs> last year. This is the weird thing. Yeah, yeah we, we always gauge it based on last year. Well, last year we did such Absolutely. and such. We can't ever take a step back. Mm. 
Even though every year we say, uh, maybe we overdid it. I will tell you. January comes around, you open those credit card statements, and you think, man, we overdid it. Mm. But then next year comes around, and you think, well, last year we got them all this. So this year we have to step it up a little. I will tell you, this year we're doing less. We are, too. We're excited about it. We're going to do a trip. Yeah. We're taking a trip together. Well, part of this deal is we weren't planning on going to Texas this year. And that it costs money. And so we've decided that for the next few years, we want to do stuff. Yeah. Instead of have stuff. Spend on experiences. My gosh. Every study out there on happiness says spend money on experiences, Experiences not on possessions. Things, right? right. So we're going to do stuff this Christmas. And one of the things we're going to do is Christmas Eve. We're going to go down to Peachtree and Pine. That's awesome. Volunteer in in a men's shelter. And so I encourage everybody not to hold myself up as this, you know, but find some way where you can serve. You can't even hold yourself up. For five minutes, look, I could stand up like that. Dude, yeah. I could stand up. I could really? run. Yeah, I could outrun you right now. That's for sure. Uh-huh. I could whack you right in the knee with your with your muscle and fitness <laughs> with body. my two hundred fifty uh-huh. pound fitness body. Forty percent body fat. Forty percent. No, fat. Not I'm staring. At, I'm staring at forty percent, dude. You are jello. <laughs> I am going to be differentiated enough to just uh-huh. let that go. Yeah, that's good. Not, I don't feel the need to respond to that at all. So he so wants people, to say fourteen percent right now. He so wants no, to say fourteen. He so I'm, I'm, does. No, I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> uh, volunteer. Yeah. Do things instead of buy things. Right. Um, do less. Hmm. See if you can discipline yourself to that. Maybe for some of you, the best thing you could do is just walk out into your driveway tonight and look at your neighbor's houses and just say, you win. Mm. Yeah. You know, just, I quit. Right. I'm done trying to keep up with Bob or with Carl or with, you know, the guys on either side of my house and their musical extravaganza where all the lights are synchronized to whatever they're playing right. on the radio or whatever. I'm done. I, I can't keep driving myself into debt. I can't keep. Putting right. my family in bondage like this. Right. I'm done. You guys win. You win. And then go on the Oxfam website mm-hmm. with your whole family and say, how much would we like to give to buy a lamb? Or a goat. Or a goat. For a family in a, a village. Go um, to Kiva. Yeah, something Kiva's website and make these micro loans to yeah, these people yeah. who are trying to start small businesses in developing nations. Yeah, we've been giving chickens and lambs as a family for Go a while. Go to Compassion International or World Vision's right. website and sponsor a child. Yeah. As a family. Do it yeah. as a family. We, we got uh, uh, three uh, several years ago uh, whose birthdays correspond to my girls. Very cool. And so they know, and That's they know where really they cool. live, and they write letters and the That's whole thing. That's really cool. Um, do stuff like that. Well, and that's cool. how you cure your family from this creeping epidemic epidemic called affluenza. Or just hire a really good lawyer and psychiatrist. <laughs> We're going to edit that out. Mm. <laughs> hey, um, it is the, the end of the year. And one of the things that you can do is, uh, you, you know, People are looking for places to give sure, money sure. You know, at the end of the year, take yeah. advantage of the tax benefits of that. The Scream Free Institute is a nonprofit organization. Yes, we are. We do a ton of work with military families. We do uh, a marriage retreat uh, right. uh, every year for military, uh, families. for military families. Free of charge to them. That's right. And so we raise all the money, and then uh, we select these military couples, and we pay everything, airfare, hotel, yep. the whole thing. 
and uh, they get a weekend away, much needed weekend away to help uh, build that that relationship that is the foundation of their families. Yes. If you would like to partner with us in that, you can go to our website, screenfree.com. And uh, they're right there on the front page should be a little button you could click towards the end of the year. That would be helpful for us, and we sure would appreciate it. That'd be awesome. Well, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Um, this is, what do we call this thing? You Must Chill. You must That's what chill. we call it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's two guys learned how to calm down so we can grow up and get closer to the people who matter most. We'll talk to you more next week. 40%.